Greetings, I'm Noel Deer. Welcome to today's Daily Devotion. I hope these next few minutes will encourage you as you seek to learn God's Word and abide with Christ. Our focus today is John chapter 3, verses 31 through 36. We've been in John chapter 3 for a long time, but we finish up these last few verses today, and these are important verses. Now, some have suggested, some Bible scholars have suggested that these last few verses in John chapter 3, that this represents the human author of the Gospel of John really pressing pause on the uh, chronological account and giving us a summary of what we've seen so far in John chapter 3. And that may be the case. Uh, But I believe that this is just a continuation of the remarks of John the Baptist. If you're with us yesterday, you know that uh, John the Baptist, his disciples were concerned that popularity was shifting from John the Baptist to Jesus. And so John the Baptist corrects their concerns and he teaches them some things. And I think what we have here in 31 and through the end of the chapter is just John the Baptist continues to talk and continues his message. Let's study. Verse 31 says, the one who comes from above is above all. The one who is from the earth is earthly and speaks in earthly terms. The one who comes from heaven is above all. Now, John is just helping us to see the contrast between his ministry, he's the one who comes from the earth, and Jesus's ministry, Jesus is the one who comes from above. Now, John's preaching was bold, it was powerful, it was persuasive, yet John was just a man, an earthly man with a mission uh, sent by God to announce that Jesus's ministry was beginning. Jesus, though, is not an earthly man. Jesus is the Messiah, and he has come from above, and his teaching is categorically greater than John the Baptist's teaching. And John's just making that clear for us. Look at verse 32. He, speaking of Jesus, he testifies to what he has seen and heard, yet no one accepts his testimony. Now let's focus on the first part of that. He testifies to what he has seen and heard. This reminds me of Hebrews 1, 1 and Hebrews 1, 2. In Hebrews 1, 1, it says, long ago, God spoke to our ancestors by the prophets at different times and in different ways. So a long time ago, God spoke through the prophets. Do you know who the last prophet was? Well, the last prophet was John the Baptist. And that's how God spoke through Elijah and Elisha and and, uh, Jeremiah and all the way up through John the Baptist. But Hebrews 1-2 says, in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son. So uh, John the Baptist is the last of the prophets. Jesus is the son of God. Now Jesus speaks by his son. Now, the end of verse 32 says, says, um, yet no one accepts his testimony. So people, many people are rejecting the testimony of Jesus. And Jesus anticipated this. In fact, he says in uh, the Sermon on the Mount recorded in the first part of Matthew, the gospel of Matthew, he says that uh, narrow is the path uh, that that leads to the truth and very few people find it. And so Jesus knew that uh, many people would reject his, his message. Verse 33, the one who has accepted his testimony has affirmed that God is true. So while many will reject, some will accept. 
Now, in your Bible translation, verse 33 might read a little differently. It might sound like this. Whoever receives his testimony sets his seal to this, that God is true. Now, in my Bible version, it just uh, smooths that out a little bit. But let me explain. What does it mean if it says in your Bible, he sets his seal to this? Well, that's just a way of saying that you're affirming that it is true. In those days, to affirm that something was true legally, you would set your seal upon it. Today, we might say it this way. He signed off on it. If you sign off on something, that means you're saying it's true, that you're good with it. And so while many people reject the message of Christ, some accept it, and they're saying in, the, in their acceptance that God is true. Verse 34, for the one whom God sent speaks God's words, since he gives the Spirit without measure. Now, the Old Testament prophets were led and empowered by uh, the Holy Spirit, inspired by the Holy Spirit, yet that empowerment was limited. Jesus, however, has the full measure of the Spirit, no limitations. I think about Colossians 2, 9, for the entire fullness of God's nature dwells bodily in Christ. Jesus spoke without limitations. Jesus spoke for the Lord. Verse 35, the father loves the son and has given all things into his hands. Verse 36, the one who believes in the son has eternal life, but the one who rejects the son will not see life. Instead, the wrath of God remains on him. Uh, because of his love for the Son, the Father has given him supreme authority over all things. That's what he says. If these are the words of John the Baptist, if he's just finishing his remarks to his disciples, you can see here how he wraps up his remarks by declaring once again that Jesus is the Son of God and that he is God himself. Uh, this was really a period, an exclamation mark on John the Baptist's ministry. It, it wouldn't be very long after this that John the Baptist would be arrested. And then shortly after that, he was arrested, by the way, for proclaiming the truth. And then shortly after that, he was executed for the same reason. And so his ministry is ending, but he makes one final declaration about the identity and the role of Christ. Now, in addition to that, John the Baptist gives one last invitation and one last warning to us. He says, to the one who believes, he will receive eternal life. He will receive eternal life. But the one who does not believe, he will not see life. He will not receive eternal life. Instead, the wrath of God. He'll receive the wrath of God, and he says here that the wrath of God remains See, the divine wrath of God is not simply some future threat, but it's a present reality. And if you have not received Christ, if you've not believed in him and trusted in him, the wrath of God rests on you even now. Uh, John the Baptist ends this message uh, in, uh, in, the, in the Gospel of John right here with this invitation. If you've not believed, choose today to trust Jesus for the forgiveness of sins and to surrender your life to him because that's the way to know eternal life instead of, uh, how does he say it here? The wrath of God, the wrath of God. 
Well, friends, I hope this was an encouragement to you today. If you're on YouTube, please hit the like and subscribe buttons on your favorite podcasting app. Just search for Pastor Noel's Daily Devotions. I hope you have a great day as you endeavor to abide in Christ.